Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And today we're going to watch Common Rider, which is the first phase of Heisei, episode 18, entitled Loss. Common Rider Kuga. You forgot the Kuga part. Did I not say Kuga? You just said Common Rider. Oh. <laughs> today we're going to watch Common Rider Kuga, episode 18, entitled Loss. It aired May 28, 2000. It was written by Toshiki Inoue and directed by Takao Nagaishi. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to say where we're going with this because last episode was just a recap where he just fought a generic monster, uh, monster. lion or tiger thing. Yeah. I guess tiger. It didn't look anything like a tiger, but that's okay. They they barely look like That's why either. we got like only a four minute. <laughs> yeah. He gets four minutes of screen time. Yeah. Uh, so this is written by Inoue, who is uh, a well-known common uh, writer, author, uh, writer, who is known for doing some good things and some bad things. <laughs> I think he wrote... Uh, the the like if i remember correctly he also wrote wrote like the novels uh which are like super questionable like in their uh accuracy or like their their continuity <laughs> so but i mean he wrote all of kiva which i like you know and he writes all of uh Fies, which is okay in some yeah. parts um and he writes all of agito uh, agito except for like one episode which is good uh, but he's, you know, he, and he wrote the ending of Hibiki and like all this other stuff, uh, that he's, that he's written that like some other authors you were like, okay, that's going to be good. Or no, it's going to be a bad one. But you're like, you never know with in a way. It's a, oh, so you're like basically rolling the dice every but, time. But sometimes you'll watch something, you're like, this is really bad. Who wrote, oh, Inoue wrote this. Inoue wrote, uh, Coming Out of the First. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah, he did. Well. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he also wrote those two episodes of Kugo with the uh, the a weird guy with the switchblade. Oh yeah, it's like it's like he's just got ideas and he wants to put them out there and he doesn't care where he puts them. Yeah, it's like he's you know it's like he's not writing common writer. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have this friend and he said something that I, like made sense to me. He was like, there are people out there that have ideas for a story or like a game and they spend a lot of time and the, and they sit there. And they perfect it and they make it good. And then there's just some asshole that comes in and is like, oh, I have this idea. And then they just throw it out there. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what kind of crap it is. It bombs horribly. But now the guy that spent all his time on it, he can't release the game that he, he, you know, he's been working on so hard because oh, this now other it's guy, a ripoff. It's a ripoff of this crap. <laughs> so I feel like in no way it's just like, no, you know, here's the idea. We're putting it in there. It's like, this has nothing to do with spaceships. and <laughs> Well, yeah, like coming right of the first. It's like he wanted to write that story about people who get turned into Shocker Goon. Yeah, I mean, that, I feel like that was it. And then he did. He, then rather than just make that story, he just jammed it into the remake of Common Rider. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's like no, that wasn't the place for it. Yeah, just make the movie say that it's in the Common Rider fiction, and that's going to get people to watch it, or it won't. But I mean, it wouldn't get got greenlit, and you wouldn't have been able to write it. Yeah, but. like make a mini series. That, that was, I think, the solution. It was make like a three part drama where it's like one episode with Kamen Rider, one episode with the Shockers, and then one episode with them bumping heads, maybe. But I also what it is is I think he his best work is when uh he's told what to do. Oh yeah. And not when he just gets to do whatever he wants. Yeah, well it's just it too much creativity. Like he has too much like uh George Lucas. George Lucas' best work is when he when there was a bunch of people telling him what to do to to not do this or not do that. Yeah, don't do this, don't do that. Exactly. (laughs) And then when left alone we get the the prequel series which by itself, it's really not that bad. Yeah. I mean, we have we have Anakin talking about sand. There's that, admittedly. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, he. I mean, uh, he shouldn't direct. So no. that's a, that's and I mean, it's not even that the guy's a horrible actor. It's just like you do no, a bunch of screen. Told, he, it, 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 like the it came out like on set that he was told to act that way. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, and plus you're working in like with a green screen, probably by yourself for most of those scenes. He, he was told to be like more whiny. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you don't sound angsty enough. Yeah, it's like yeah, but nobody's gonna respect me. <laughs> You're not you're Darth Vader. They respect the power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So this is Lost. Any idea about Lost? Honestly, I I don't have much to go on. Like before, the arc has only been. I feel like if I had to describe everything before the recap as an arc, it's just him kind of building into his powers, right? Yeah. And, and that's basically it. We get a little bit of the grungy. Hopefully, if this is another arc, I don't know if we should even call it that. But hopefully, we get more of the bigger picture with the grungy. You know? Yeah. So like this episode. Loss? Are we losing? Are we losing a, a suit power? Are we losing a, an ally? Is this about? Is this about Jean and what's her face and him being like, oh, I totally lost it, but they got it back, right? Mm. <clears throat> or no, it just broke apart. Yeah, it felt uh, once it was done, it like just went back to its component parts. Yeah, so they can recollect it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the heck it could. It could also just be some character we don't know talking about somebody that had died because there's plenty of people that have died. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of room for just people to come up and complain about having somebody die. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, like it's like I, I need something to go off after the recap in order to give any kind of prediction. Really, this would be one of those episodes where we talk about what we did this week. <laughs> um, although, if you w- do want to watch this episode with us, you can follow along on the various websites. It's Shout Factory website. Right. You can do it on Tubi. Oh yeah. On Fur and uh, Tokushatsu if you find it. Yeah, uh, it's it's a ride. I mean feel free to just watch ahead because sometimes like waiting a week for this is a bit yeah and if you have any uh any questions or comments you can email us at uh fanboyopinion at gmail.com follow us on our website fanboyopinion.com uh follow us on twitter where i tweet out mostly when we get new episodes out and every once in a while when i see something funny (laughs) um at uh fanboy underscore opinion but yeah, so I mean, there's not much to guess because we're kind of, it's almost like coming into uh, after a hiatus. Mm-hmm. I well, mean, that's what it feels like, even though it's not been a hiatus. At least I don't think it's been a hiatus. It was like one episode of not nothing happening. Right. Just the recap. Yeah. So I think it's, it might be, yeah. So it's just this episode. Like the next one is back to uh, Arkazawa, uh, Narukusi, Narukai. Narahisa Arakawa. Narahisa Arakawa, yeah. So it's just this episode, so we get to see what happens here. Um, uh, There's not much else to say. We're going to have to go... uh, Yeah, just got to go check it out. Check it out. uh, See if if Sakurako finds something interesting or what's going on. See what's lost. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll go watch that. Okay, and we are back. The funny thing is that the next episode is written by a different guy. Yeah, you'd yeah. Fit, you'd think that this would be something you continue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the guy's just like, I don't care what you do, just end it this way. Yeah, it's like we need we need this exact cliffhanger, and yeah. then I'll take over. Yeah, <laughs> get me there, and I'll just run with yeah. it. Oh, okay, because uh, it's a weird way to do it. Uh, so. I was right, but I guessed like five things. I think my first guess was actually the one that was right. I'm not sure. I can't go back now and listen to our uh, one of your yeah. Our I, mean, I mean, that's how we do things here. We just you know throw a thousand things out, and then yeah. eventually we'll get right. It's the fire hose strategy, man. Yeah. If you just put, if you put and pump out enough water, 
<laughs> You'll get something. So the the episode opens up 9.50 a.m. at the Pole Pole. Mm-hmm. And I guess we find out that Godai's 1,808th skill, so 1,808th skill, yes. is STOMP. Yes, um, STOMP, with all caps. So I haven't seen this since I was in elementary school. Um, it's 2000, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it pans out. It's like... Once I saw it, I was like, whoa, yeah, that was this was a thing back then. It was a thing. Uh, so if you guys don't remember what Stomp was, or if you never knew what it was, basically... I think Stomp stands for something. Oh, I'm sure it does. Let's find out. But if it, it, it's yeah. when those people, like, they're beating on trash cans, like they're drums, or like they're using trash as musical instruments. Yeah. Um, it's like a cool early 2000s thing when the fashion was, like, industrial, sort of. Like, models were wearing trash as... No, I think it was just, it just, it's, it, they just, they capitalized it as Stomp because that's the band name, so. Okay, so it's, it's just called Stomp because the band called themselves Stomp. Okay. Yeah, so it's basically just, uh, random percussions. It's, yes, yeah, trash music. Yeah. I'm not saying it's trash as in it sounds like trash, I just mean but it, but it's, they're it, using it's, trash. It, they're using trash. They're using whatever to create percussion. Basically, yeah. they're just like, the, the, the big time one was like trash cans and stuff like that. Yeah. They would like slam together instead of symbols, trash can lids and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, things like that. And, it, and they, they got big they had like huge shows and there was like yeah i think there was like a dozen members or something like that just yeah. going all over the place they exactly. were right up there with the blue man group yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> so uh so he's in here beating on a bunch of different you know pots and pans and whatnot with his drumsticks and nana is in the background like entranced yeah and like slowly walking up and listening and he, he finishes and she's like wow that was amazing you know clapping like a what are you doing this for? Basically, we get and he's like, "Good, do you think?" Because uh, I'm going to do this for the kids. He's yeah. practicing for like he's going to go do a show for the kids for his yeah. sister's class. Yeah, so he's just he's just practicing for the kids. Cool guy. And 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 because at first uh, I was like, "Why are we wasting our time with this? This is so and, weird." And like it's it's the show. It's like, oh, Yusuke is a good guy. Yeah, and he's actually not bad with like the actual actor. I guess. Yeah, the probably good. plays. Yeah. yeah, drums. It, it seems like. Yeah, <laughs> it it had rhythm. Yeah, it did. Uh, that was, that's the point of Stomp is like as long as you have the proper rhythm, you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, just do whatever the heck. Everything's a drum. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, they get a call from – Well, the, the first they, they get yelled at by uh, the the owner of the Poli Poli. Yeah, they get a call from the owner. It's just like, what are you doing in there? Quit slacking. Quit slacking. Come in here. And so they go in, and he puts the drumsticks down, and then it goes to the opening. That's right, yeah. Yeah, because it, it like lingers on the drumsticks being put up. Yeah. So at first, I'm wondering how that could be foreshadowing for anything at all. It makes sense later. Yeah. Uh, kind of, because you're putting the drumsticks away, which is like the end of the music. Yes. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is the symbolism. So it comes back from the opening. Yeah, 11.07 a.m. at the university where Sakurako is constantly just listening to the radio and never getting off of her computer. At least she's changed yeah. clothes. Yeah, so this <laughs> is... uh, Okay, so here's the interesting thing. Um, so the... Um, the the radio pr- thing is actually a, a joke. Yeah, it's a pun because it's a it's it's talking about a made up drama mm-hmm. about a guy playing a character Joe Onigiri, um, uh, and so Onigiri because it's about like rice balls or something like yes. that. Yes, but the actor Taste who plays rice Kuga balls is the episode. The actor who plays Kuga's name is Joe Onag uh, Odagiri. Odagiri, yeah. <laughs> so the, it, yeah, but the, the character he plays. In the uh, in the sh- in the sh- uh, the char- the, the, the actor drama. the actor in the drama, his name is Shogo uh, Kirasayama, but the actor who plays Ichijo's name is Shingo K- 
Katsugurama. Okay, so yeah, it's just like <laughs> just okay. one syllable off. That's kind of cool, <laughs> and it's just like a little thing they put in the background. Um, and uh, so she's looking up at the same thing that we've already seen, which is the the uh, the steed. Yes, right. And so she gets a call from um, Ichijo at eleven oh eight. I didn't have to write that down because it's one of those times where they're just showing you it's the same scene. Yeah. Um, from the he's at the metro. I want them to be like they call and Police it's just station. like it, 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 he calls and like they go to the other end. It's completely different time. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's, it's, honestly, it's, why it, even show us the time? <laughs> but I he, mean, he, it would make sense if they like were over like like when they call from like another country or something like that. Right. But the entirety of Japan is own time zone, so right. They, <laughs> something that makes sense. Yeah. So he calls for no particular reason, I guess, because it's just really a conversation about, yeah, this is what it's called. Like, I found out the name for it. Uh, yeah, just basically just... Uh, Calling a check-in. Hey, check how in. you doing? Did you find anything? Uh, how is the translation going, Sakurako? <laughs> yeah. That's your only job! It's your only job. <laughs> so she translates that the, the, the armor has a name. Yeah. And it's, I don't exactly know how it's pronounced, but it's like Goram, G-O-U-R-A-M. So it could be Goram? Goram. Like, is it ooh. supposed to be a I ram mean, as in it's... at the end because it's Japanese, but it's Goram. Uh-huh. So it's supposed to be an English word then? No, it's just called Goram. I, like, as far as I know, yeah. this is all... Because there was hyphens there. I don't know if that was her ex- saying that, that, it syllable that, by that, syllable that, or if it was, was supposed to be... Syllable. Okay, so yeah, then it's Goram. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, if this is supposed to be syllabled, then... Because uh, magically, the Gronky language is broken down into an exact same syllable as Japanese. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so our next scene, because I mean, really, that was the purpose of that scene. Uh, yeah, is at eleven forty nine a.m. at the research institute with uh, what was her name? Uh, Inokita. 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 Yeah. yeah. Inokita. Yeah. And she is basically going over, like, she's mulling over the fact that the bike responded to Godai's touch, but it's just a hunk of rock now. Yeah. And then, like, one of the other researchers was just like, "So, what about that Godai guy?" So he knows. Yeah. He knows now. <laughs> so, just some, so just random guy. Slowly but surely everyone's going to know. Yeah. Uh. And so, yeah, the purpose of that scene is just to show that she is still trying to figure out what the heck. Giving yeah. it a good thunk. That, she, that they're not making any headway without that. It's it's mostly just reminding us of the of the bike. Right. I mean, you'd think that the recap episode did pretty good at that, but, you know. Well, it, uh, that, it, it's that reminding was last us, week, bro. But this is remind because I don't believe the recap ever talked about the super bike. It didn't go into specifics, but we did see like a, a chunk of scenes where they're just showing off the bike, like when uh, he was fighting the cheetah and all that. But yeah, it didn't go through no, the directly is, talking about the talking research about the, part of the, it. The horse armor thing. Uh huh. I don't think the recap ha- talked about no. that at all. So this is like yeah, throwing that in there. Yeah, it talked it, about the bike. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're fully up to date. If, yeah. If there was ever a chance that we were lost, we're not anymore. Yep. And so, so now we get some grunky scenes. Oh yeah, twelve twenty six. Now I believe it's p.m. at Shinjuku. Yeah. And that's, we're going to keep going back from Shin, Shinjuku and Toshima. It's going to bounce around a lot in this yeah. episode. But, but uh, the funny thing is, is like I think actually on the screen they go 0026. It is 0026. Because yeah. uh, in case you don't know, Japanese, they're very fluid with AM, PM, and the 24-hour number system. Mm-hmm. The 24-hour system. Um, like I... Uh, I've said that there was a bookstore by where I lived that closed at 2600. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. Yeah. It opened at uh, 1100 and closed at 2600. <laughs> um, there was a, I got in trouble because I'm like, oh, I need some cash to, for the train. But uh, there's a, there, I know that I knew that there was a ATM right by the station. And so I'm like, okay, but I saw that it's open 24 hours, which is very rare for ATMs. ATMs usually close. Um, like 
business hours close. They close at uh-huh. like six. Huh. Um, so I go there early in the morning, and no, it doesn't. It 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 closed at twenty four hundred. Oh, so I like had to <laughs> scrounge change to get my plane my train ticket to make it to work. Wow, <laughs> it's just like twenty four hundred isn't a time. No, it's not. <laughs> Neither is twenty six hundred. Oh man, that's legend. It, it really is. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Um, it's the grungy scene. So this grungy. First thing you see is that they're in heels. Yeah. Um, they have women's business pants on. It's kind of fashionable. Well, no, it's not bitches pants. It's more like uh, like you'd go it's out. Suit pants. Yeah, suit pants. It's like a power suit pants. But loose, so it's like more like a, a spring or a summer outfit. And it goes up. He's got he's wearing a blouse, sleeveless, and he's got a he's got long blonde hair and um a bonnet. He's got a sun hat. Yeah, sun hat. There we he's go. He's got Thank a sun you. hat and a uh like a shawl. Yes. So there's something relevant in this scene that we don't know is relevant until later. He's standing next to a fan. Or it's a an vent. alleyway. It's an yes. alleyway. He's in an alleyway. There's It's a vent. And it looks like there's a heat wave, but I was just thinking it must be hot. It, right? Well, it's also, also, it's like grungy scenes. It's also grungy scenes. They film weird all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I didn't put any thought to this. It makes so much sense later. So a lady just walks by and she like sees this guy and she's like yeah he's uh, looking at her she's looking at him he's got a skull charm on i didn't get to see what the tattoo was but i know i know kind of what it is later on it's what it's got to be i think it's a mushroom yes it's a mushroom but uh there was it was a mystery for me until later and then now it's like oh okay because at first it was just like some indecipherable chunk of crap and then my eyes got caught with the skull charm and yeah i forgot all about the tattoo especially with this next scene because he walks up to her and they have eye contact and he kind of like grabs her by the waist and the shoulders and like pulls her in for a kiss yeah and she just falls over dead and he clicks over and he's just like 19 was it victim victim 18 18 down yeah um so we don't get a timestamp for this because it goes back to the pole pole where godai is showing off stomp once again but this time to the um owner the owner because i guess he was probably wondering what the heck they were doing and he's just in the kitchen yeah and you know he's jamming out to it and he starts like making his own music he's, with his he's mouth. like i can do that and he starts making like beatboxing noise and they're like that doesn't yeah count. No, no, it's like no your mouth is not an instrument just stop <laughs> so, <laughs> like... so uh ichijo calls godai mm-hmm. telling him that ul of 26 is on the move got so many victims blah 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 and of course godai just drops everything and we ride i mean <laughs> But it's like the funny thing is, is like the owner is just like he has like like uh, spoons in his hand. Yeah. And he's just like he's like he tries to do the stomp and he hits his leg and he's like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like he can't even hit things easy. Right? Yeah. So our next scene we see is at 1.13 p.m. It's in Toshi Ward and it's Godai's sister uh, on a walk with all the kids in the preschool mm-hmm. talking about how he's going to come by and he's going to show us. Demonstrate his eight, 1,808th skill. Yeah, he's getting them all pumped up. Yeah. And the kids love Godai. Yeah, they do. Because yeah, they uh, do. he's one of them. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Godai's mentally a child. Uh, <laughs> so true. Yeah. So six <laughs> six minutes later, uh, we're back at Shinjuku. This is where the grunky is. Yes. So this is under a uh, overpass, mm-hmm. and it's just a guy. Yeah, business on, guy probably on the man. phone. And this is not something that's just in shows. People people in Japan do this. They bow when they're on the phone. Oh yes, because they're talking to the person. It's probably one of those things where you're so used to doing it, it doesn't. Yeah, matter it's just that. An instinct. People yeah. will bow when. I mean. It, and like we sort of do things like that. I mean, I wave my hands when I'm on the phone. Yeah, because really, what it is is like, have you ever tried adding emphasis to something without doing the body language part of it? Like, it it comes off weird. Yeah, it's like in acting, they're telling you to get your body into it because they want you to feel the scene. Yeah, you know, 
But if you tried to just talk, like stand still and don't move and then try to talk with the same energy that you then do. You get, like video game cutscenes <laughs> from the 90s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, he's bowing and like, uh, what does he say? He says something like, he says something that the grunky like makes fun of. Oh, oh, uh, he he says something like, uh, I'll take care of it. Or uh, basically it was a very, it was a very polite way to end the phone call. Yeah. From something that his probably his superior is saying yeah. to him, and the guy he comes up and repeats it in the same way, and the businessman's like, uh, you know, kind of confused. And then goes in for like the kiss, and the guy's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, you know, the guy's trying to fight back, <laughs> but it's a grungy. It doesn't yeah. matter how feminine effeminate this grungy is. Oh, one thing I want to point out about this, I love it. it He's got the sleeveless blouse on, and he's totally got... He's just jam-packed with armpit hair. He's the only guy so far that they've shown armpit hair with, and there's a reason for it. They want it to be creepy. Yeah, he is super creepy. But this is, like, the thing that, like, we talked about. It's it's basically the grunky dress without any cultural context. Yeah. They, just, they just see people, yeah, and they just, like, just okay, well, that... Clothes. Yeah, grab some clothes. And, like, because they make their clothes, too, from, yeah. like, their appearance or whatever. Yeah. So it's, like... He probably just saw like four or five women walking by to like power lunch or something like that. Just like, that looks good. Yeah. Those those shoes look like they could do some damage. (laughs) I could totally see them snatch them straight off of mannequins. I mean, we've seen in their their hideout, they had uh, mannequin arms and stuff laying around. So they probably robbed a clothing store, just like broke through the window. Oh, I'll take this. Yeah. And they just slap dash it together. But but I love how they make it. They they make it like, okay, and you can just tell by seeing it. You're like, okay, these are these are things that sort of understand clothes but don't understand the cultural context behind any clothing right i mean it's one of those things where they're my favorite generic because they're not generic they're they're my favorite just random aesthetic yeah because it's like the theme behind it is that they have absolutely no idea how they're dressed yeah and so every single one of them is like a just a gold mine of sitting here going like what the heck and the only ones that like make any sense We'll see them later. Are the ones who've been around for the longest in the show? Yeah, yeah. So the bat looks the same. And I mean, the- yeah. Slowly but surely, they're getting. Even though this guy is dressed up in the wrong kind of outfit, if this was put on one of the women grunky, they would look like they fit right in. Yeah, and so the bat and Rose, they're also the ones that are around people the most. Yeah, because whenever they're they're the ones that like speak uh, Japanese the best. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so they understand a little bit more. Yeah. So we get Kiss 19. Yes. Um, and Goda arrives at, you know, he arrives to Shinjuku and he sees this body on the ground. It's the same guy, the business yeah. guy. And he walks up and he's, you know, like, oh, my God, are you okay? And uh, the the grungy rocks around and, and Goda is just like, okay, it's a weird guy. Right. And the weird guy, like, tries to kiss him. Kiss. <laughs> and he's <laughs> we like, watch, we're watching, we watch that Chad video. It's like, no, no thank you. Oh, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> okay. Just like, uh, just. Yeah, anyways, if you have it, you should watch uh, Saturday Night Live, Chad. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. But uh, I can see, I, I feel like Godai pushing the guy off, like throwing him against the wall is a little out of character, almost. Like, I can see him being like, hey, get off of me. But I don't know if he would actually, like, physically harm somebody over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he doesn't know his own strength. No, that's probably what it is. <laughs> um, And then uh, the, the grungy tr- transforms. Yeah. Says and you're going to be number 20. Yeah, with you, it's going to be number 20. And then Godai transforms, he's and like, he's oh, just like, oh, let's crash this Kuga. Like, oh, Kuga. <laughs> yeah. And what I love about this point is uh, the Grunky tries to run. <laughs> yeah, this Grunky knows he cannot take it. Like, Godai is just stomping him, like, actually doing a lot of physical damage, and, and you can and, tell and this one is point. not. It's like, uh, this is 26, 25 previous ones. I think, I think 
Oh, so 25 previous ones. Subtract two mm-hmm. for both of them being Godai. Right. Uh, so that may, that gives you 23. And I think they said one of them they beat. Because they were saying that like... Oh, the cops took care of one of them. No, because uh, a bat got away. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Bat's still there. So that's 22 that he's taken out so yeah. far. Yeah, I, and I think they made it... They, they, no, because uh, Rose would have been one too because Ichijo would have reported it. Yeah, but I don't think they've given her a name, a number though. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Because she hasn't done any attacking. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll find out if she ever becomes the center part of the yeah. episode. We but it's like her. at least 20 of like his yeah. compatriots who are physically more powerful. Many yeah. of them are more physically powerful. Yeah, this Grungi is a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> so, what is this? Uh, this is uh, this is a fighting to the death. Yes. So <laughs> I'm, I'm all about the kissing. Yeah. <laughs> So Gode comes up and he he does like a, an uppercut combo, working the sandbag on his ribs, and all three punches are really solid. Like you can see that it's doing serious damage. Probably broke some like ribs. Do Grungi have ribs? I don't know. Uh, well, if it's a mushroom Grungi, then it <laughs> <laughs> he broke his stock. Yeah. But the Grungi grabs him and gets that kiss in. Well, uh, he tries to like almost do a finishing punch onto the face. Yeah. And the Grungi sidesteps his head, so he punches into the wall, breaks some concrete, and then gets in. It, like, this time it wasn't, like, a kiss. It was, like, a bite yeah. on, like, the neck. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, They've always, like, made... They haven't actually shown it as a kiss. It's mm. just always shown as a motion of the kiss. Yeah, it goes in like he's about to kiss them, and then Most done. likely just bites them on the neck uh-huh. because of, like, how it is. Because there's very little kissing in Kamen Rider. Right. Uh, Not as little as, like, Power Rangers or something. But, uh... So he gets... I, I'm just calling it a kiss for the sake of simplicity. Yeah. Uh, it's like, because we can't confirm it's a bite. You can't confirm it's anything. At least it's filmed like it's supposed to be a yeah. kiss. And he's supposed to be like a kind of a... But when they showed it, it was actually on the neck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, it, like, they showed the entirety of Kuga's face writhing. Yeah. Got a hickey. Got a hickey, yeah. <laughs> So uh, after the hickey... uh uh, Godai kind of like, uh, you know, he's like reeling in pain, and the other, the the Grungi is also it hurts, like and, and then like scrambles, just trying away. to separate, yeah, because yeah, he's just gotta get out. He's like, I'm done, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then uh, Godai collapsed down. He's he's yeah, he's, form, he's writhing, but he collapses in the growing form. Yes, growing form. So he's in the white form, which shows that he's weak. Yeah, because he henched into his regular mighty form. Yeah, yeah, and so that's gone. Now it's growing form. So he collapses down, and then uh. Ichijo comes up. Yeah, Ichijo comes up and sees him. Um, and he's just, and it's it's th- by this time it's just a Godai. Yeah, he's yeah. totally unhenched. He runs over, grabs Godai up, and Godai's like, and he's super pale. He's pale. His blue lips. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, not going too well. And the next thing is a call is, and the next thing is a call to Sakurako. Sakurako yeah. is just the office. Ichijo calls, and she's like, Ichijo, what's up? Ah, uh, what? <laughs> and he gives the skinny. <laughs> he's collapsed. Taking him to yeah, we thing. see him could, getting put in the ambulance. Could you call his sister because I don't have his sister's number? Right, you know. So one thirty-two p.m. at the preschool, uh, Sakurako is calling, but her sister's not there. Midori, yeah, Midori's not there. She's walking the kids. Yeah, which happens all the time. You'll see yeah. like a swarm of kids walking around. It's weird. Um, because these are like younger kids, so like preschool kids don't usually have a uniform. Right, they'll either have like for lack of a better term, like this tarp thing they wear. This is like, it goes over their clothes. Oh, like a little raincoat thing. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, they wear a hat. Yeah, the hat. I the hat is the, the same color. And so like when you go to like, if you go to like um, like uh, a museum or something like that, because uh, I went to the Ghibli Museum and uh, 
there was like three school groups there and like how they were separated is they all had different colored hats. That makes sense. So you can like also see like and they can count the hats real quick to make to determine yeah. who, who they have and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, easier to spot in a crowd and all yeah. that. So it's, uh, a, it's actually a really nifty. Yeah, idea. but it's just like, but it's a funny thing. Is like, it really is just like this too, where it's one teacher for like fifteen kids. Yeah, that would be rough, man. I, I feel like I would, if it was if me, the, I'd want it, one in the front and back of the line. It, you know, it, it's rough if they're in American kids, but oh, Japanese yeah. kids are a bit easier to handle. <laughs> I mean, there's, they're still like, they're still kids. Uh huh. You know, but <laughs> yeah, but at least they're not just running around. Yeah, and, when I went to the gymnasium, my students were just like, let's find a door that Mr. Eric can't go through. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, yeah, so she's out walking the kids. And so, so Sakurako wisely does not leave just a message. Your brother collapsed. Yeah. Um, says, I'll call back as she yeah. runs out. Uh, so our next scene, it's at 1.34 p.m. And it's, I can't remember the exact location, but at Tsubaki, right? It's his name? Tsubaki. Yeah, Tsubaki is at a diner with a girl. He's at a restaurant. A this restaurant. is the same restaurant he's been at before. Okay, yeah. So this is, this I is don't his, know if it's the same girl. It's his It's his location where he goes and creeps. Yeah, yes. I no. love this because <laughs> the compliments he's giving her are so creepy. Because he's talking about how her collarbone is beautiful yeah, nice collarbone a, and yeah like your your collarbone's beautiful like it makes me it's one of it pulls me in yeah and the curvature of your tibia <laughs> is perfect and she's just like uh thanks, thanks. like i think that's should i slap you i'm not sure yeah, uh <laughs> i mean this is because he's a corner you know he does he knows like the parts of the body yeah and so you know he probably doesn't tell everybody he's a corner he probably tells people he's a doctor yeah um but he just doesn't like dealing with people right I, it's just kind of funny because like the, with the way he's dressed and he's you know he's handsome yeah uh if he just shuts up about stuff like that he'd probably have no problem but um so i'm not sure if this is the same woman i think it's a different woman it's probably a different woman but this is the same restaurant it is <laughs> just like just like different woman i can just they, see the waiter walking up like oh it's a new girl it's like, shut Get out. Yeah. Get out. Get out. No, the girl gets this like, just like, oh, I've never seen you here before, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, sir, who I'm meeting for the first time. Would you like the usual? Yeah. So um, it's uh, he gets a call from Ichijo, yeah. From Ichijo. And, um, it, uh, he, and he's just like, at first, he's just like, seriously? Why don't bother me? And he's just like, go to collapse or take him to the stomp. And so he's like, okay. Yeah, he rushes over. It, it, it goes to, like, it switches scenes from him to Ichijo. And you see him while he's still on the phone picking up a pair of glasses and like yeah. looking him over. And so when the, the phone call ends, his uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He deserves a name, but the other basically um, our other police guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So because uh, so the worst part is that uh, you know Kita even says his name later in the episode, and I can't remember what it is. Yeah, uh, keep going. I'll look for it. Yeah, so the guy, the guy that you know, is always there with Ichijo, basically second in command as far as yes. the task force is concerned. He shows up with you know another police officer comes up and um, Ichijo hands him the glasses and says, "Look, I need you to take this to the research institute for analysis immediately." Um, like he's like, "What for?" There's some glasses like you can see a little residue right here, and he's like, "Oh, I understand." Yeah, because you know he wants to figure out what's on these glasses. This is the businessman's glasses, by the way. Yes, and so they uh. Obviously, he he runs off to do that. At uh, we see a quick scene. It's at two o nine p.m. at the hospital where it, they're wheeling, you know, Godai in there. We're yes, gonna get a and, lot of this. And then uh, the uh, uh, Tsubaki just runs up. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's like he's in regular casual clothes. We but he acts like a doctor, so they let him in. Yeah. So they say, <laughs> they say a little bit about what's happening to him, but he's still responsive to stimuli. Yes, which is good news usually. Yeah. Um. But his situation is like rapidly deteriorating. Well, I can't remember exactly the exact lingo they start with, but it's serious business. Yes. 
Sugita. Sugita. Yeah. It it yes, it's uh Sugita. Yeah. I remember because yeah, that's what they've called him. Sugita. Yeah. Uh so yeah, uh yeah, so it's it's serious business. And so um he's like, Okay, let's do this. I'm the doctor now. Right. Even though I'm a uh, I'm a mortician or whatever. No, I'm a I'm a <laughs> Autopsy guy. I forgot what yeah. that doctor is called. He's the. He, but either a way, corner. He's, he's a corner. Yeah, he's a corner. <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine they were. Hey, see, that's just it, though. They wouldn't care what the police have to say about who's the specialist on this dude or whatever. Yeah. It's like, hey, he's in a serious critical situation. I need it to. It is back possible off. that he's listed as his primary care physician. Oh, that could be. Because there you go. The that's only, a smooth uh, way to get past that, it. <laughs> <laughs> he's my primary care physician. Isn't he a corner? Uh, he's going to take care of me all the way to the end. Right. <laughs> So this next scene, 2.22 p.m., this is, if I had to sum up the only thing that I, th- I feel actually hurts Kuga as a series, it seems like this. Okay, so it's 2.22 in Tushima, and basically Sakurako finally contacts the sister. And we get the scene with her being, like, them doing this interaction that we've already seen four other times this episode. We get it. And then her walking up to her boss, explaining the situation yet again, it's and asking for time off. Or her coworker yeah. or whatever. He's Basically like, Can you saying, handle this and I'll go. I gotta go. And she's like, Yeah. It's like, but of it's course. Like, um there's a thing about like putting something into realism. Yeah. And then there's something that's like sometimes it's just too much. At this point, yeah, they've beaten the dead horse. We get it. Everyone's worried about Ichijo. Everyone's being contacted about Ichijo. The the thing know. is, is like um, bringing it video game terms. Like there's uh, there was the the problem. One of the biggest problems a lot of people had, and I have sometimes with um, like Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. is that there is an animation for everything. Every time <laughs> yeah. you pick up something, there's an animation. Oh yeah. And that would get old. And like for slowing down, for speeding up, for doing, for like everything has an animation, which is like Bill's realism and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's just like, uh, I'm doing this animation. Every time you search a body, he bends down and does the motion oh, to like search a body. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, I'm playing Cyberpunk and it's just like you, you press the button, you hit the button and things are in your inventory. Yeah. Cause you should, it's, you're trying to get to the gameplay. You're not really. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, the important stuff that like the realism parts are like, when you talk to people, when you have like, you know, those mm-hmm. those are the important things. But I don't need an animation for every single time I pick an item I, up. Yeah, and that's really the issue here. Is yeah, like, it's like it's overly realistic. For this scene, the way that this should have been done is she should have picked up the phone being like, oh, Sakurako. And then shocked face. And, and then, then that's it. You could have shown an image of her rushing out of the, the building. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's like we do, we don't need to see her interacting with the coworkers. We can just assume with the kind of person that she is that she's going to let somebody else know and not just leave these kids stranded. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, and if if you're worried about the way that she's received as a character, you can just say as she shows up, being like, "Oh, I left the kids with blah 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 blah." Yeah, you know, and. It is. It's what it is. This is more of a very. It's like the drama behind this, especially with the era. It's you want to know what the other characters feel about the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, how are they reacting to this? That's how like dramas in general. Like we have this with our soap operas here, mm-hmm. where it's just like, <gasps> you know, long gasps and yeah. just lingering scenes. I I like. Uh, it's it's probably like this is a show that we've seen. Where they literally have the same explanation because it's being told to a different person. Yes, you can't just like like just but change it, it, it up, mix n- it up. Yeah. But now it's like the thing is, is like they just cut and they'd be like, "Thanks for explaining that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like remember, you remember like one of the best lines ever in books is, "And then it was explained." Yeah, and then it was explained. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So and um, it's a it's a difference between like uh the big one was the the two difference between uh. 
uh, Tolkien and C.S. Lewis's writings mm. is like Tolkien when they're talking about like the, the big one is like talking about a feast. Oh. If, if, mm. Tolkien will tell you everything that's in that feast and the history behind the dish and like how it's prepared. <laughs> and uh, C.S. Lewis is like, and then there was everything you thought would be at a feast. <laughs> <laughs> so everything was there. Yeah, everything you would think would be at a feast was there. And yeah. then he moves on to the story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tried reading Charles Dickens once, and that's basically like Charles Dickens. Um, oh, man, he wrote mark twain like yeah uh it's like when they're describing the countryside in detail yeah i get it that's something that you need when you've never seen that countryside and you're trying to escape into a book but i want to figure out what the heck's going on and i do not have the patience for four pages (laughs) i've seen pictures of of the i've never maybe never been there but i've seen enough movies set there and pictures set there i can move on now yeah so uh, obviously these books were not written for me (laughs) specifically but yeah i don't need to understand what a grimy london street looks like for me to know what it looks like yeah because i've seen it in the movies yeah like so anyway yeah not so anyways yeah it's it's uh, basically like it's a scene that is kind of superfluous right um and it's it's the dramery part of the show. Um, but our, in our next scene, it's two fifty four at the research institute where Inokita is. Yeah, and this is where what did you say his name was? Sugita. Sugita. He comes in. So uh, he is Inokita, and she's just like, "Oh, Sugita, it's nice of you to come and looking so dapper." And he's just like, "I went and saw this guy's grave." Yeah, I dropped by Kaburagi's grave, and he's like, "Oh, yeah." She's like, "Oh, it's not, it's not for fun." So he would be, from what we've picked together, he's like was Sugita's partner who died. Yeah, he says this because uh, he even says about his close call with ULF five. Yeah, five being the cheetah. I want to say. Yeah, the cheetah, because the cheetah was the one who almost gouged out his eyes. Yeah. But had killed, like, everybody else there, and we, yeah. he was the last one to be saved by Kuga. Yeah. And so... Um, this is actually a really good touch for this episode. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy that they... Because the, I, we, I was always br- kind of feeling like it was a little glossed over. The fact that, like, hundreds of people have been killed? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just nice to see, especially with the main and characters half of them like been cops, and he's always dealing with the cops? Yeah. <laughs> like, I could say, Ichijo's all business, but we don't really know much about this guy. It doesn't make sense that everyone's just like, yeah, the people I know and work with have died. Me. Yeah. Me. So and Especially with how much footwork he but does. But, like, they were saying he, he was, like, at the, the thing, and so the intense thing was that Sugita's like, I was at, what was it, Kaburaki? Yeah, Kaburaki's. Kaburaki's grave. And uh, Inokita, who guests knew him too, because they were all cops and yeah. stuff like that. She's like, oh yeah, today would have been, yeah, his wedding day. His wedding day, yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah. it's like, oh, that's harsh. <laughs> it is. Um, and then we get a, a quick back and forth about the glasses yeah. and why he's even there. Yeah. And so again, not necessarily relevant. We, we already know why he's there as viewers, but. You know, at least this wasn't as long and it wasn't like the fifth time or sixth time that we've had to see the exact same scene. Yeah. But uh, our next scene is uh, the ICU. Yeah. ICU 324. And this again, back to my complaint. One of my biggest complaints for this episode, we see Sakurako and Midori looking at each other and confirming that they're both there with the nod. Like, yeah, we're here. We're here. We both know why we're here. Uh, so Zubaki steps out and he's just like, yeah, uh, he introduces himself. Yeah, to we get the introduction. It's, well, it's nice because it remembers that, oh, yeah, these characters have never met. Yeah, they don't know each other. Uh, he's like, oh, it's your, your sister. Okay, yeah. Um, and then it goes to a grungy scene. Yeah, we get the grungy scene. 
uh, he he's like stumbling down. I want to say an alley, a, an alley. It was either an alley or like an in, one of those things leading to. Yeah, I think it was the same alley. They the same alley scene that they used before. You think so? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I felt like it was more like an underground one or like oh, a, maybe, an yeah. under maybe. underpass or something. Yeah, it was because there was like green tile or something. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, but he's struggle. Uh, he's he's like struggling and he like falls down and then the other grungies show up. So yeah. now we we see Bat and Rose, but then there's like two others that have like kind of joined that four group and are always around. Yeah, one of them looks very similar to a guy that we saw earlier. Yeah, well, they both of these have been in several episodes, right? Like they get their quick scenes. Yeah, they're they're always like the extra ones in the background. Yeah, it's like Bat and Rose. Uh, it's a woman and a man, and like the guy, he kind of looks. He looks a lot like another one I think we've seen that is yeah, because the shaggy hair, their white hair. And yeah, but this, uh, but so they've been around a while, and like the thing is, is that the grungy are so weird mm-hmm. that sometimes it actually does make them hard to distinguish. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, because to... it's like there's so much going on. Yeah, that every time we see a grungy, we find something new. Yeah, it's true. So and when rewatching we... <laughs> the scenes and stuff. <laughs> so what happens is when. The same Grungry appear, you think they might be new ones because you're recognizing new things about their outfits because yeah, exactly. they're so crazy. So yeah. they're not all wearing like a dunce cap, which is very distinguishable, yeah. you know. But uh, but that guy also had tassels on his jacket. Yeah, that like I didn't see till like the fifth or sixth yeah, time I watched I, the episode. I did not notice the tassels. The whole <laughs> he's got like cowboy tassels running down his yeah. arms, like he's like a, like he's like yeah, cow- it's like a rocker shirt or some sort <laughs> <Yeah>. of. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so it's evil can like, evil jacket. So that's the problem with them being so crazy that sometimes you forget which ones you've seen. Yeah, it's information overload <laughs> yeah. every time there's a, especially when there's a group of them. Yeah. Like if it's just one, you have time to like. <laughs> so uh, they're like, you shouldn't rest too much. Yeah. And, be, uh, and, Rose and, is basically saying you're running out of time. And uh, uh, the the kissing grungy, uh, number uh, 26, he says, well, it's like I poisoned Kuka. And when he dies, we'll be able to kill people willy-nilly. No one will be able to stop us. Yeah, and I then, think this is after the bat tries, because he's he's weak and he's, like, listening to all these people, like, kind of gloat about how he's not going to have enough time to kill all these people. Yeah. And the bat tries, again, he's always trying to take it yeah. and have another turn. But I guess uh, he gets jacked by the... So, have you ever watched... Um, Kissing Grunky. <laughs> uh, have you ever watched Dragon Ball Z Abridged? Uh, I've seen a few episodes. So... They have something that would actually work really well for this, and that's the Krillin pwned counter. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there should be a bat pwned counter. The, yeah, I feel like I feel like I wish we had gone like thought about it and kept count. Pwned thirty four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just getting beat up by everybody. So like now, now that he's shown that he's still strong enough to do his thing, and he's standing up and he's talking like like yeah, you he said, sa- he says, I, "I poisoned Kuga. When Kuga dies, we'll be able to kill mm-hmm. like all we want." He also says that he has uh, 125 uh, left. 125 left. And no, he'll be able he to doesn't do say how long. Yeah, we don't get a time uh, frame on like when his his things run out. I hope we get something next episode. Um, so uh, then it goes back to the ICU. Yeah, it's at 3:56 p.m. Um, basically. I think it's Subaki calling Ichijo, right? So it's the two of them in the office, and he's it. Uh, it's uh, Minori and uh, uh, Sakurako. Sakurako are there, and he says, he "says Well, he's in pretty bad shape, but he's tough." Right. And then he walks around. Yeah, that's relevant. Yeah. And then he walks around and he calls the he calls Ichijo and gives him like a more detail. Yeah, the actual news. Um. So basically, we we find out that 
the the it's kind of hard to say poison, but whatever is affecting him, it's so powerful that the other bodies of the dead people that have been taken to the morgue, they start to f- deteriorate, and like all of their organs are mush, and their bodies even falling apart yes. before they get to the morgue. Yeah, yeah, like some of them are like some of them fall apart, then like so they're like, is that what's happening to Godai? And he's like, no, because like Godai is like. He's he's got a, a 20, healing, 20 times uh, the immunities. 20 times the immunities, but what's weird is that the the stone Yeah, the stone's changed. The stone is changing inside of him. So yeah. it's like it's absorbing it or whatever. He says and it's it's changing all the time, but this time it's like it's different than anything I've seen before. Yeah. Well, he, what he said is And it's, it's not regenerating. Yeah, it's not regenerating. So it's like losing its shine, which is done before, but then it was like getting its shine back, but this yeah. time it's not. And so um Ichijo says something interesting. He also does something interesting. He says, uh, basically, he'll be waiting, but he also, like, holds he, a thumb he, up. He holds a thumb up looking at it, like, remembering each, uh, uh, Kuga. Yeah, uh, he's remembering and, Godai. He, Godai, and he's just like, tell him that I'll be waiting for him. Right. Showing that, like, they've actually grown as, like, friends and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so he hangs up the phone, walks back into the other room, and uh, Sakuraku's like, okay, well, I am going to go back. And look for clues. Look yeah. for clues, because it's the only thing I can do. It's yeah. not, it's not. It's not pointless for me to be around here. I'm going to go do more research. Yeah, because I'm going to do, do she, the better. Uh, uh, what the important thing is is the, the the line she uses is I'm going to help how I can. Yes, uh, that's the important thing there. So then it goes. Uh, it's back at okay. So it's 4:07 p.m. It's back at the research institute with Inukita, and I believe she calls Ichijo. Sugita. Sugita. Oh, well, calls Sugita. Sugita right. calls Ichijo. Okay. And we get, uh, we find he's out. like, she's still working and he's like giving her, he, he, he's giving Ichijo like the, right. the, the brown and rundown of what they Yeah, that's around. right. It's a spore. Yeah. What the, the, what they find on the glasses are spores. So it's like a, uh, it's like a paralyzing, uh, uh, flesh eating spore. Yeah. And it's, it's, v- like, it's very reminiscent of mushrooms. Yep. And, uh, they, they find out that. The guy, he's hanging around in areas that are 35 to 40 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. It's like uh, almost 90 degrees. Yeah, very warm. And this is in this episode was aired in May, so I imagine it's set around that time. Yeah. Uh, so summer. Oh, so 40 degrees uh, Celsius is 104 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's pretty, yeah. <laughs> so it's between 90 and like 105. He likes to sweat. Yeah. Because they say that he the heat is good. At first I was thinking they were saying... Um, this is the kind of heat they were going to need to fix Kuga because I wasn't quite understanding what they yeah. were going with. No, it needs this uh, uh, temperature to like survive, which is um, around the temperature of the human body. Yeah, and then somebody makes a conclusion that all of those kills, all of his kills have been around that was, Vince. It's Ichi- Ichijo because he yeah. like, after he hangs up the phone, he looks and he sees, because he's still at the scene. Right. And he looks and he sees the heating vents. Yeah, because he's in Shinjuku, and I guess there's a lot of businesses and, and so, stuff. So, like I've told you before, Tokyo is a heat island. Yeah. So, when it's cold, when it's, uh, when it's cold, when it's hot, the air conditionings are running, and there's so many of them, they're so close together, it actually makes the outside air hotter. Yeah. It literally makes the hot, uh, and because of all the concrete and stuff like that. So, like... It's when you're walking by an ARC vent, it's just like a blow dryer to your face. Oh God! Yeah, and they're they're mat. Some of them are like on big buildings. They're massive. Yeah, they're like they're like tw- ten feet by ten feet. Just like these massive hot airs just shooting out at you. Yeah, because even it, these ones aren't that big, but there's like a bunch of them grouped yeah. together. So um, it depends on like how the building's designed. If it's a bunch of smaller things or one big area or whatever. Yeah. But so um, that was the the thing about like. He puts it together that all the attacks have happened next to these vents because it's like it's not hot enough in the normal air. Right. But next to the air conditionings, it is. Uh, so we, we see, I want to say, um, 
it's Midori talking to Tsubaki, right? Or they're both in the same scene. They're not necessarily having a huge conversation. No, they're just walking down the hall or something. And the news comes on. Yeah, she sees the news, and the news is like, okay, so the police have issued this thing. The police don't issue a thing to turn off air conditioners. No, they don't. But they basically, hey, if you work with kids, send them home. And that's relevant for Midori, but it's like, hey. It's like we're closing. We're basically instituting a state of emergency real quick. Mm -hmm. All all daycares and stuff are going or all daycare are shutting down. Uh, we are uh, stay inside, mm-hmm. stay six feet apart. You know the usual stuff. <laughs> yeah, and um, she basically just says to Tsubaki, "I'm going to do what I can," and I don't know what the heck that would. I probably go back to the preschool. At do, this go point. back to the kids. Yeah, um, I imagine she was inspired by Sakurako. Because that's yeah, pretty much. She says pretty much the same thing. She says, "I'm going to go do what I can." Yeah, and uh, basically, it's like in my mind, I'm like, Yusuke would not want her just to sit around and be mopey. Absolutely. Like, even after he dies. Yeah. Like, that's something I could see him being like, his will being like, hey, we're cool. Had oh, a good time. no, the, the, the thing that was important was right before this is Subaki says, I found a bunch of charms. Yeah. He says, I found a group of, uh, a handful of, like, handmade charms. And uh, she's like, oh, oh, you did? And he's just like, don't worry. Yusuke is not the type of person to let those kids down. Right. I know. I was wondering what I wrote. I knew it was relevant, but I was just like, this <laughs> yeah, is so a mess. It's, it's the charms. It. <laughs> and so the charms are like, you can do it and stuff like that. Right. Um, a fight all. Uh, in case you don't know, those are things you say. Those are pretty much the same thing. For, in, in Japanese, the word faito does not mean like fight it. No. It means to like keep going. You yeah, can do it. You can do it. Come and on. And gambare means to like you can do it. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, you can do it. Um, so, so it goes back to Shinjuku. It's 5.18 p.m. Yeah. Um, the police are mobilizing. Yeah. The, the police, because they have money now, remember? <laughs> yeah. They have authority. They have money. And people listen to Ichijo. It's yeah. so refreshing that he's not the crank guy. Yeah. Ichijo's just like, I have this hunch. And they're like, you've always been right. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Mobilize it. 50 guys. We'll get the tear gas. Uh, so mass. Ichijo, Ichijo's giving the rundown. Tell him, check your ma- gas mask. Make everything's ready. Check your gas rounds. Yeah, it's like, it's a... It's they a have ga- a plan. They've got the equipment. They're ready. Yeah. It's so, a spore, so wear a gas mask. That makes total sense. Yeah. And... <laughs> It does. I mean, it's better than walking fresh faced and yeah, because they're, they're also like they're all bundled up, also except for Ichijo because yeah. he always just wears a suit. Um, I can just imagine how horrible that would be because it's gonna it's so hot. Yeah, and they're like in a full they're full suits, gas masks, and they have to walk. They're 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 purposely going Go to be to walking the hottest the areas. Yeah, next air vents and stuff. Uh, so they, they split up in teams and everyone's like... There's a quick scene of Midori returning to the nursery. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, so they split into teams, which probably would be important next episode. Yeah, they're running they're running down hallways and whatnot. The only thing that I want to point out about this is that Ichijo is by himself. Yeah. Because he's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's got what what I always like to call main character energy. Yeah. Protag energy. Yeah. We see. So basically, we see Sakuraka doing research. We see the sister, like you said, uh, running to the preschool. Ichijo and the cops are mobilizing right down. It's hallways. like everybody's doing what they can while Goda is just. It, it's at several times it cuts back to like Goda. Yeah. Is like he's like coughing and, and he's covered in sweat. Yeah. Completely top to bottom. <laughs> um. We they still see... have not taken off his normal clothes. They just have his shirt open. Yeah. We see. We see a scene where. <laughs> His heart rate is increasing. Yes. And uh, so at first I'm like, is he is he recovering or is he crashing? Like, a- Well, the thing is, is that unlike you and I, yeah. uh, Godai is a healthy individual. Yeah. So it's so like his, his heart rate should be down. Oh, that's fair. Okay. I see what you're saying now. His because heart rate of like <laughs> seven, 60 is yeah. like 
good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if I get a heart rate of 60, I'm dead. You know? See, that's what I was saying is heart rate, heart rate is failing because it was at like 60-something. <laughs> now I feel stupid. Because <laughs> it's just like my average heart rate is like 140 or something <laughs> like that. And that's just because I'm a it's like Eugene, fat. Eugene, don't apply your crap to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, just so uh, my heart rate is not an average of 140. Just so no. I'm not, no. not, not in constant uh, cardiac arrest. Yeah, you'd know. He'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so his heart rate going up into the 80s means that his heart rate's accelerating. <laughs> yeah, this is bad news. <laughs> um, uh, so we go. it goes back to the cops and one of them gets snatched. Yeah, the back one. The yeah, one. the very back one. And he doesn't the, fight very well. He should have been paying attention. He, yeah. It's just that simple. Grabs a mask off and is about ready to make out. And then uh, just out of nowhere, he's in jail for the save. He shoots him with a gas gun. Yeah, shoots gas him three times. With the gas bullet, uh, which we see are effective. Not enough to kill him, but enough to, like, stun him. Yeah. Um, and, so we he, already know, and we also know that, like, this grungy is not very strong. No. So this he does something interesting, something new. He's standing there. He's gotten shot a few times, and then he releases gas, yeah. like spores from his mouth. It's it's uh, kind of a greenish yellow. It's hard to see through, kind of like a, a gas grenade if you play yeah. Call of Duty. Um, but he fills the entire alleyway with these spores, and Ichi Joe's having trouble seeing. And then when it clears up, the grungy is gone. Yeah. So he did it like basically a smoke screen. To run yeah, away. smoke screen. So then it goes to probably the most important scene of the episode. Yep. Uh, it goes to Godai, and he straight up flatlines. Well, no, he well he's like. The machine is going crazy. Basically, his heart rate has got so much that the machine can't register it. Right. And so the nurse is just like, okay, she calls the doctor. Yeah, get in calls here. In, and the doctor comes in, it's Ibaki, Uh, and he's just like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's like, he basically says, like, he checks him with his eyes and stuff like that. And then he flatlines. Yeah, I, eyes wide open. His eyes aren't wide open. He opens his eyes to, like, check his... That's what I mean, over. when he was, like... Yeah. Wide-eyed and sweaty. Extremely sweaty. And then he flatlines, and Tsubaki doesn't do anything. He doesn't I mean, what like are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Well, you instantly you start doing CPR. So you know what we're going to get is, even though this scene right here where it's showing nothing happening, and we get like seven or eight seconds of just him being dead as a cliffhanger, in, in the, the start of the next episode is going to be like frantically, <gasps> yeah. Live, Don't you die on live. me. <laughs> Claire. Claire. That, yeah, that's the ending of the episode. The we ending of the, the episode is, is him flatlining. Uh, which symbolizes the loss. Mm-hmm. So now, but the, yeah. So yeah, that's why I didn't want to talk about the loss because I remembered what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the last episode of Kamen Rider Kuga. So there we go. Yeah. It was, it was a great run, but Kuga. looking forward to uh, Kuga, uh, the uh, Grungi take over the world and then have to be <laughs> taken care of by uh, Agito. Unfortunately, there's like uh, like 30 episodes of just like dead air. Yeah. But we're going to have to watch them. Dude, that would be pretty. That would be pretty powerful. <laughs> just like, just like, like you actually tune in, and it's literally just. No, it's just the scenes of the grungy killing people. Yeah, of <laughs> <laughs> just the grungy murdering people all the time, and then, oh. then Agito comes and takes care of. Him. But uh, so, what was your suck? I think it might know. So my suck actually is not about the the pacing. It's okay. a, the the random dead. That's a dead horse that I've beaten to like. I risen it to death with CPR by beating it and then killed it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, actually, what annoyed me the most about this is Ichijo running solo because I mean I realize he's a badass, but you're not. He's not stupid. Um, I feel like especially as a cop, especially with how much effort he just put into making sure everyone is ready. Well, it's because Sugita's uh, not there. Sugita's the only one who can keep up with him. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like, dude, you, you've shown time and again that you are not capable of handling it by yourself. I mean, I realize he's a total badass, but he is not once actually done something by himself it's always been with kuga 
Like, okay, your goal, like, or I'm sorry, your role is to just get your ass beat and then Kuga to take care of it. So just go with some people so that way at the very least you don't get bushwhacked by a freaking uh, guy dressed in drag that's ready to kiss you to death. Yeah. <laughs> like at least the buddy system. Have the one guy, have the red shirt with you so maybe this time you don't, you know, dislocate your shoulder again. Because, you know, you have an injury once, you're more likely to get an injury again. You're just, you're playing the test, you're testing fate, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. It, it just makes him look stupid. So the funny thing is, like, so in the wiki, this this episode goes under the right or death episodes. And there's only, like, you know, 70 of them. Oh, only 70? Yeah, because, like, sometimes it's just like, I know a bunch of them run in parentheses, resurrected. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so my, my suck in this episode... It is harsh, but I really do think the grunky outfit, the the monster outfit, is stupid. Oh, yeah, that the the yeah. So the the grungy human form, great outfit for being creepy and what that grungy grungy form. <laughs> Just like a stupid. I I never would have known that was a mushroom. No. Um, unless they said it at first. I was thinking like, what is that? He's got like a. Is that like supposed to be a he's, brain? He's, he's or? the testicle grungy. Yeah, he, looks, <laughs> he seriously looks like a testy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like what? But it's just—it's like just just stick to your your human form. You're more you're scarier in your human form. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, much more intimidating. Yeah. Um. So what's your segue? Pretty much everything else, man. This episode, uh, if every episode of Kuga like this was like this, this would be my favorite series uh, of the ones that we're watching so far. The like I, I love the small details, like the uh basically the guy talking about going to the grave Sugido, about, yeah, yeah Sugido, okay i didn't want to say it and sound mm-hmm. stupid but um how everyone's involved we've got like just the perfect way to end an episode if you're gonna fake kill off a like uh i wish saber was watching this episode <laughs> when they decided what they were gonna do um just saying anyway uh i love that the cops they're they've got a plan they're doing stuff i like that even though this grunky is absolutely no match for common rider still manages to do so far the most damage to Kamen Rider yeah. in a way that you weren't like, you couldn't go into this episode and be like, oh, he's going to get kissed and die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's great. And now I'm sitting here like, okay, he's in growing form. Does that mean Mighty's gone forever? Is this our mid-season? I don't know. I kind of hope it is, but I don't know. It's just a good episode, man. Uh, so my Sugoi is the, um, just the, the show of like, oh yeah, like there's other people besides godai yeah godai is like barely in this episode and but it's just yeah. like the group of people that he's and his like helpers and stuff because like i tell you that like i get tired of it of like later series where it's just like if you're not a common writer you're pr- pretty much not in the show yeah you yeah know? uh y- there may be one other person who's not a common writer in the show yeah uh but i like this where it's like he has the support network yeah and it shows the support network because um it's like this is the first time they've like all come together and like they show that like these people are meeting for each other for the first time, but like their connection is Yusuke, you know? Uh, so I like it. I think that's cool. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I forgot to mention too is I absolutely loved that the Grungi was like, oh, that's Kuga. Yeah. Gotta Whereas, run. Because every other time it's like, oh, Kuga, it's on now. Yeah. Gotta it's fight like, Kuga. It's just nice to see that some Grungi are actually. They uh, understand. What they, they are, they're understanding completely of their capabilities. Yes. Like. <laughs> This is not the fight I was planning to pick today. Yeah, I had a I had a plan, and this was not it. Yeah. It was not my plan to fight the guy who's killed twenty of my friends, especially with the way that he stumbled on it. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna like he's so sure that he's about to kiss this person, they're gonna die. Give yeah. him a hickey or breathe on or bite it's him. Whatever. Just like, he's oh, this do. is just my twentieth. Oh crap! It's Kuga. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get out. 
yeah, it was just a really good episode, man. Yeah, I, I love this episode of Kuga. I mean, it it did nothing for the writer ranking. Yeah, he's where he is. I mean, he died this episode. Yeah, because he did not do much. If it was like if like if we were do- doing the show, it would race the show up. Like, I mean, I really like him as a great. He's a great guy that's going to be doing this stuff for kids, and he's got no problem putting himself in danger. You know, um, but that that's pretty much every writer that's like the standard isn't yeah it? i mean and he is already at four yeah i mean he's he, i mean he's not going to be better than vulcan who is pretty much ichijo as a angry writer yeah ichijo angry writer i mean okay like if i were to compare vulcan to like if i were to just say what happened with vulcan last episode versus what happened with kuga this episode then kuga is better but, but all up to now yeah kuga is still he's still doing stuff vulcan's had a better character arc than kuga yeah well it's more action-packed there's a lot going on like well i guess the downside to having characters that aren't writers in a season is that then they take away from what writers could be doing but that's not bad no that's good it just makes it harder to compare writers when yeah it's like we would have ichijo being the one that does the the interrogations we wouldn't have kuga be doing interrogations yeah like we have fua <laughs> so gun to the face the uh next so we'll just leave him where he is he's at four he's good yeah yeah i think uh, four uh so the next episode of common writer kuga will be artifact mm. um because uh i mean i mean i feel yeah with the way this episode started up i feel like sakuraka is gonna have something to do with this yeah i mean there's yeah there is because she hasn't been doing much yeah she needs that she needs that boost because inokita has been taking some of her thunder oh for sure and I like Yinokita. I do. But, also. Um, so. Um, but our next episode will be episode 18 of Kamen Rider Double, which will be the second part of the N arc. Mm-hmm. Farewell N, the friend with the wind, which is like uh, baked beans episode. What? Baked beans episode. Baked, baked beans episode. Oh, baked beans episode. Friends with the wind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, far joke. Oh man. Yeah, um, you'd think he'd had kids. Dad joke. Yeah. Anyways, uh, because I I always like wanted to read it as friend of the wind. Yeah. But it's friend with the wind. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I I, I don't remember, but I think that refers to uh double as the friend with the wind. Yeah, as in Futo City. Yeah. 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 That makes uh, sense. Uh, or friend with the wind. The wind is Futo, and yeah. you're friends with the wind. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's the best. I mean, because we also have the bird that can fly. Yeah. So maybe it's like that would make sense, about that, right? Yeah. Bird's crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about Nazca. Yes. Uh, did you ever figure out what the second end was? No. Naivete. Oh, naivety. Uh, them being naive. Naive. Yeah. Naivety. Activity. But yeah, so that will be no, our darling. That will be our next episode where we'll learn about the nativity of the friend of the wind. But the next episode, Kuga, will be artifact and it'll be the resurrection of Godai. Right. Obviously. Of course. But yeah. <laughs> there's no way it's ending on that. <laughs> yeah. The death of Godai. Sakuraku's the writer now. Um that would be sweet, but that's never gonna happen. No, never ever. Uh you're not gonna kill off the main writer halfway through the show. Uh, <laughs> you might be able to get away with killing on the first episode, and then the the main writer being like, yeah, take the up the mantle. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you kind of doubt Saber. He died in the first like scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're not. It as the kids show, you're not going to kill off the hero in the middle of it. So for sure, everybody who's all upset about that's not. Uh, remember that is a kids show. <laughs> <laughs> not a show made for you. You can enjoy it. Not oh, saying you can't yeah. enjoy it. 
but it's not made for you. Yeah, they weren't thinking of me when they made Common Rider. Yeah, especially not in 2000. No. Yeah, <laughs> like even even then. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hopefully, we'll see you then.